This is your woo-woo best friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to your woo-woo best friend. Hello, hello. We are coming upon a Venus retrograde. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it is? Do you know how to navigate a Venus retrograde? I am going to give you some of the quick details of what a Venus retrograde is. I'm also going to link a blog post for you, and then we're going to talk about something completely in the ether and everyone's consciousness right now, and that is AI. So we're going to talk about planets first and then robots second. How does that sound? Okay. So first, let's get into it. Venus retrograde. It's a time when the planet Venus, which is the planet of the divine feminine, of earthly magic, appears to be moving backward in the sky. You probably have heard of a Mercury retrograde. It's like when people say the technology goes all haywire and travel and communication is questionable, and it's as if Mercury is going backwards in the sky. It's not actually moving backwards, but it appears that way from our vantage point here on Earth. Venus is specifically the planet of love and beauty and money, so its retrograde can have an impact on our relationships, our sense of self-worth, our finances. So I want to give you a little bit of just a little, a few things to think about when it comes to Venus retrograde. So when Venus retrogrades, it's a time to reflect. It's a time to be introspective. It's a time for re-evaluation. It's not a time necessarily to do big things when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your looks, like don't necessarily go get a major makeover during this time. You might be feeling called to that. And then on the other side of it, you're like, you know, this is not actually how I feel my best. Also in regards to money, might not be the best time to make big, big financial decisions. So during a Venus retrograde, unresolved stuff might come up around those particular themes. So in your relationships, in your picture of self, so how you view you, your creative expression, and how you are how you are managing money, your mindset around money, etc. So while Venus retrograde can present some challenges, ultimately it's all about growth and development. So Venus is going to station retrograde in Leo on the 22nd of July. Leo is ruled by the sun and it represents our creativity, our self-expression, our desire to shine brightly. I personally am a Leo sun, so it's very much my season. So this combination sets the stage for a really potent and influential Venus retrograde experience for us. During a Venus retrograde in Leo, here's some tips for how to navigate. Take some time for self-reflection, journal, meditate, or do the other activities that you specifically enjoy that help you to connect to your sense of self and really consider how you shine, how you feel that you best represent your highest purpose. Get really honest with yourself about your needs and desires 
especially when it comes to relationships and finances. So what do you want out of your relationships? What are your values? What are you trying to get with money? How will you spend money when you have it? Think about all those things. Really good stuff to journal on, make lists of. Express yourself creatively. So I already recommended maybe not like a major beauty makeover, but this is a great time to paint, write, dance, draw, whatever feels good to you that allows you to be in self-expression mode. Notice the egoic mind. Leo is a sign that can be a little bit self-centered. So notice your motivations and make sure that you're not actively engaging in behaviors that are just about boosting the ego. Just pay attention to that. And then practice patience. Retrogrades, no matter what planet it is, can be a little bit of a challenging time, but it's also a really great time for that remarkable growth that will come on the other side of it. So be patient with yourself, be patient with others, and know that anything that's really coming up that feels heavy will certainly pass and give yourself some grace and a lot of self-love during that time. So some Venus retrograde rituals that I especially love, bathing in the Venusian energy. So like take a really juicy ritual bath, bring in salts, flowers, herbs, crystals. Working with roses is especially lovely. And you may not know this, but roses have a really high vibrational frequency. I actually have some step-by-steps of how to do ritual baths in my new book, Elemental. A couple of other rituals that could be fun, create a Venus altar. So creating an altar dedicated to all things, beauty, self-expression, creativity, love, money. So that could be roses again would be really great for that. Crystals, seashells, beautiful artwork, coins from travels, candles, incense, and then use the altar however it feels good to you. So you could Do your meditation practice in front of it, pray in front of it, connect to the divine energy of Venus and just taking little moments of acknowledgement of self and the goddess Venus. Just use it as a sacred space to set intentions, express gratitude, and seek guidance. Okay, my woo-woo business besties, if you have been looking for the perfect program to help you to take your brand new business to the next level, achieving your business goals with holistic guidance that considers your overall well-being, your mindset, your innate gifts, and your manifestation strategy, we have the bundle for you. We are introducing our brand new curriculum for intuitive, conscious, mindful business owners paired with our most popular course inside of WeWe Studio, The Manifestation Blueprint. This program includes seven easy learning modules to help you build the business of your dreams, plus four lessons to help you go from vision to reality, unblocking subconscious limiting beliefs, restoring your confidence, and healing your relationship with yourself. It is time to stop settling for less than you are worth and step into a new paradigm of receiving wealth without the hustle, the shame, or the guilt. I've got the link for the program in the show notes. Go check it out. I can't wait to see you inside the course. 
So next on the docket today, I want to talk about AI. I know there are so many thoughts and feelings about how to use AI. And here's what I want to specifically get into. Okay, so first, you may have seen this over on my Instagram. I had an Instagram post that went fairly viral a couple weeks ago. And it's basically a how-to teaching you how to use Google Bard to basically hack the Instagram algorithm. And okay, yeah, I know you can't exactly like hack the algorithm. So maybe that's not the best word choice. But you know what I mean, how to use this technology to create better content. That's really what this is about. So I've been doing a lot of deep diving into using AI, ChatGPT, Google Bard especially, to help me create more impactful content on my social pages and on my blog. And honestly, here too on this podcast, and it's drastically reducing the amount of time I'm spending on my computer. It's creating so much efficiency for me. It's helping me to get so much more done. This specific trick that I talked about on the Instagram post is this. So what I've been doing with myself, with my CEO clients and my masterminds is using Bard to help create content to reach your perfect audience. So if you've been feeling like, if you're a business owner, if you're an artist, if you are anyone that is using social media in any sort of marketing capacity, even if you're just trying to reach your friends and like have them know a little bit more about what you're up to, and if you've been feeling like your content is really stagnant or the right people are just not seeing it, I find this strategy to be especially helpful. So first, what you want to do is you want to log into Google Bard and create a free account. Then in the prompt box, you're going to type this sentence. What content themes do you see on Instagram.com slash and then your username? So for mine, it's Instagram.com slash girl. You're going to sub in your handle for mine. In less than a second, you're going to get a report back from Bard of how the internet perceives you and more specifically the themes that the internet believes your Instagram content to be about. Why does that matter? Because Instagram is serving your content based on what it believes you are creating content about to people it believes will want to see that content. So if the report you get back is like, this person is a chef and does a lot of cooking tutorials and loves nature, and that is not, in fact, you, for some reason, that is what the Instagram algorithm, the internet is picking up. So go take a look at your content and see what am I putting out there? Am I doing a lot of like food posts because I also just really love to have a good meal, but the thing I actually want my Instagram audience to see is my art Well, that's something to consider. So you want to review your results, check them against your expertise and the impact that you hope to be making, and then create content accordingly. Now, there's all sorts of reasons why this may not work. And anytime you have a post go viral like this one did, I think we're at like something like 5,000 shares on this post. It is not going to work for everybody. We are dealing with machines here. So it may not work for you the first time. You may have to try it a couple of times. You may need to turn on a VPN. I know that BARD is not available everywhere. ChatGPT does not give you the same result that BARD does. If you are in a country outside of the US, the VPN is especially helpful if you want to use Google BARD. So I just want to give you that disclaimer. Please don't come at me if it doesn't work for you. 
it does work most of the time, but I recognize that it's not always going to be perfect. So that's one way you can use something like a Google Bard or ChatGPT to help you in your business. I'm about to give you like a list of other ways that I am helping my clients to integrate AI into their business. And I hope some of the things that I'm about to share with you will be helpful for you. I do consider this to be quite woo-woo. It's really a unique way of thinking about business. I also understand that there is a lot of research going on right now around the carbon footprint, the carbon and costs ultimately of AI, the water usage, et cetera. I am absolutely aware that there are conversations around that going on. So I'm taking a deep look at that too. I'm finding that I personally am on my computer way, way less in using AI. I'm on Zoom less. I'm on Google Meets less. I am on the internet less in general because of the efficiencies that this is creating for me. I do not know what sort of offset that creates. And I'm really interested to learn more So I'm also just inviting you to maybe not come at me around that either. I think we all still have a lot to learn around how this is ultimately going to impact us in both good ways and hopefully more good ways than negative ways. So also disclaiming there. If you have particular insight around the environmental impact or any of those sorts of things, I definitely want to learn more. So absolutely feel free to send that to me via email. I'd love to hear what you are learning and what you're what you're seeing out there. Okay, so let's get into these ideas around how you can use, specifically Google Bard is the one that I'm going to talk about, how you can use it to support you in marketing and content planning, etc. And I'm going to approach this through the lens of the benefits for female brand founders, content creators, and new entrepreneurs of any type. So first, one of the things I love to use Bard for is to help you find and understand your target audience. Bard can access and process information from a variety of sources. So it's pulling from the web, from social media, and public records. It allows you to gain a really deep understanding of your target audience's demographics, interests, their needs. That can then be used to help you create marketing campaigns, strategies, content that is relevant to them. It can also help you to generate really unique, creative ideas for marketing campaigns and content. Remember, it can go and pull advertising campaigns, marketing campaigns, social strategies from forever. It's a massive data set. And so if you prompt it to give you something really unique and tell it a little bit about what sort of tone and voice and storyline you might be interested in, it can help you to come up with some really creative ideas. That's one of the things that I think can be really difficult or time-consuming for humans, spending a lot of resource, energy, mind, power, thinking about ideas for marketing. So I love using BARD for that. It's a large language model. So that means it's been trained on a really large set of data. It's pulling from all over the place. It's going to help you save time and money because it's going to automate many of the tasks 
that you're doing in your marketing campaigns. So keyword research, competitor analysis, content writing. In my business, we are using it in all three of those ways. I've built brand decks. We're writing blog posts. We're doing a lot of that keyword research, deep analysis, and that's saving us time and money. I have a really small team. It's myself and Samantha. And we have a couple of folks that help us from a contract perspective. And knowing that we can use this as a tool to help us to get what we need done, done has been amazing. And, you know, from a corporate entity sort of standpoint, I've heard a lot of the talk about, is it going to take our jobs? In my world, as a very small business, it's helping us to actually potentially succeed, to actually have more success in our business because we can accomplish more. And I think that there are things to think about on all sides of this. Certainly, at this point, we're not in a place where we can bring on additional team members, but we hope to be. And we know that if we can use these tools today to improve our workflow, we could potentially bring on more team members in future, which would be amazing. Okay, so let's get back to the ideas. One of the things I love doing with Bard is using it to help me identify the latest news in a specific realm. So I'm looking at beauty news, wellness news, news about manifestation or just storylines about people practicing manifestation or things that are in the realm of the woo, social media trends, definitely looking at manifestation there, wellness there, and then product launches that are specific to my audience. So no matter what your business or passion project or art might be, you can use this tool to go wrangle all of that information and take a good look at it. If you're a content creator, it can also help you with some really fun content creation ideas around those sorts of topics. I mentioned that I've used Bard to help me build my brand deck. The way that I did that is I took my business plan and I loaded it into the prompt box and said, okay, Bard, here is my business plan. Now, knowing what you know and what you can source out there around the most impactful brand decks, and I specifically want a deck for buyers, And I specifically want a deck for future funding for my beauty brand. Here's the business plan. Now give me the outline of the brand deck. So you could definitely do something like that. You don't even have to have a business plan to start to build out tools that could support your business. Bard can help with things like infographics. So for example, you could put in some information about some component of your business and then ask for Bard to give you details of how to create an infographic that would explain information on a complex topic in a really visually appealing way. Of course, you can use it to create blog posts, which I've talked about, video scripts if you're doing a course, for example, or podcast scripts. I definitely used it today to help me to outline what I wanted to talk about on this particular show. If you are a new entrepreneur and you're really inspired by a couple of brands or businesses out there and you want to just know more about their story from start to present, you want to have some details about the brand founder or how much money they raised, for example, or what their sales were like in their first years, you could ask Bard to pull 
a roundup of that information by just plugging in the name of the business and perhaps the brand founder's name. And it's going to put together a comprehensive report for you of all the information that it could potentially find on the internet. And that's going to help you a whole lot with your own planning and strategy as you work to grow your own business or project. Another really cool way to use it, and I just learned that you can do this. If you are someone, the Capricorn rising in me is very much this. If you're someone who wants to make sure you're tracking your analytics around social, email subscribers, site visits, etc., Bard can help you do that. So Bard can help you to either get your Google Analytics or your Google Search Console installed. I basically asked it as I was doing the research for this episode, what can you do to help me to analyze the results of my business across these platforms, web, social, and email? It can help you to get your Google console set up, your search console, your analytics. It also is going to recommend a variety of other apps that can do all of that tracking for you and then show you how they work and show you how to use them. Over time, if you install those apps, it can also connect to those apps and give you more details about what it's seeing in your website visits, email, for example, or social content. That I think is super cool because I think that's information a lot of us need for our business to see how we're progressing, what our results look like, how many visitors are coming to each of those specific areas in our business, especially for those of us that are solopreneurs, creative entrepreneurs, artists, or small businesses with a very small team that can't really invest in an analytics person to be doing all of that research for you. So definitely give that a try too. Okay, here's my last tip. And this one actually comes from my friend and former podcast guest, Jaleesa Cypress. And this one is using AI to get a little bit extra woo. So Jaleesa posted this on social. I'm going to link this post in the podcast episode. And she specifically calls out that when you're in the process of manifestation, you are going to treat the thing that you're manifesting the same way you treat the things that you have now. So she specifically talks about money. So the money that you're manifesting, you are going to treat that money the same way that you treat the money that you have now. So she has this really cool idea to help you to get ready for calling in your manifestations by really getting an understanding of what it means to have that thing. And when you do this, you you just leave the fear or the worry about what it's going to look like in future when you in fact have that thing. Subconsciously, we have those fears and worries and sometimes we don't even know that we have them. So she says, for example, if you want something, you need to be prepared to receive it right now, which means you need to be able to think about, okay, when that money comes my way, This is how I'm going to keep it. This is how I'm going to grow it. This is how I'm going to expand it. This is how I'm going to use it. And if you have fear around that, it's going to make it a whole lot harder to call that thing in. So you want to transmute that fear. So you want to know what comes with the thing that you're asking for. So in the example of money, what comes with having that money? So she has this really cool idea of using AI to ask the questions about what does it in fact look like when you manifest a million dollars. So for example, how much taxes will I have to pay when I have a million dollars? What does the average millionaire 
What can they afford in regards to a house, a car? Of course, there's so many other things to consider, like your expenses. Of course, that's important. But when we start to think about and notice the realities of what this, in fact, means, we're able to transmute that fear, that subconscious fear, and prepare for the thing to happen. And I think that's a really cool idea. So in BARD, for example, you would just plug in, what is the average tax bill for a millionaire? What does the average millionaire pay for rent or for a mortgage? What type of car does the average millionaire drive? What type of work does the average millionaire do? What sort of savings does the average millionaire have? You could get even more detailed on those questions, but that could be a really fun way to just start preparing your mind for that manifestation to come through. Quite woo, but I think it's pretty fun to give that a bit of a try. I hope you've loved this conversation today from talking about the planets to the robots. The cosmic forces of Venus are coming our way. Soak in the beauty of the summer season, of the Leo energy, and all that it brings to us. And allow that retrograde to let you do some really good reflection and self-care work. And then let me know how this AI conversation resonates with you, what you're going to give a try to of the different techniques and strategies that we talked about today. I'd love to hear from you and talk a whole lot more about this. Coming up later this season, we have some really great interviews coming your way, including Sheeran Etasam, Anna Lozano. We have Carson Daly joining us and lots more solo episodes to come as well. Leaving a link finally for our one-on-one intuitive mentorship sessions. We can talk about all the things that we talked about today. If you decide to book a session, I'm especially loving helping artists, founders, new entrepreneurs, creatives of all types in creating strategy for the remainder of this year. And we can look deeply into your business. I will give you a look behind the curtain at mine. We can talk about your North Node astrology. We can talk about your human design. Whatever is coming up for you, that hour of time is all yours. Got a link in the show notes for you to book it. With that, we are complete. If you've loved this episode, if there is a friend that you think maybe would like to hear it, go ahead and send it their way. Tag us on social if you decide to post it and let me know what you think about this particular conversation. And if you've never left us a review, it would mean the world to our small team over here to see your reviews. We just crossed 110 reviews. Thank you so much for that. Every single review counts. I'm so grateful and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.